0: hello everybody what's going on out there this is your girl lola with lola's chronicles and today i got with me my guest Tarana perkins and she is the ceo founder of becoming her a domestic violence survivor a life coach author mentor and body contouring how are you doing today tarana i'm doing
1: good how are you sis
0: i am doing wonderful thank you for joining us today on Thank Lola's Chronicles.
1: I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, so tell me, um, tell me a little bit about
1: yourself. Oh, Lord, where do I start? Now, <laughs> um, <laughs> I live in Dallas, formerly from uh, lovely Texas. I am a mother of two. I got two beautiful daughters. I have a granddaughter uh, who's my pot and joy. Her name is Anaya. Um, I'm also a life coach, I'm a mentor, I'm an entrepreneur, um, I have uh, started Becoming Her Inc., which is my brand, um, I'm a domestic violence uh, survivor, and I am a author, and I'm just here to just help the people and to share my story and just to change lives and to let women know that they can love themselves unconditionally no matter what they've gone to gone through um that they can still do whatever they want to do still be able to dream still you know love themselves unconditionally
0: which is understandable yes that's great we need more people like you because so many women have gone through domestic violence situations and it tears you down you know as a person you know because of the the last from the relationship or who you were with, you know, so it do take a lot of toll on your character as a person. Oh
1: absolutely. how did
0: how um how did you find your way out of the domestics of violence situation?
1: Well, the first thing I had to understand is that it was an issue. See, a lot of times that when you're in a situation not knowing what love really is, I'm thinking that, oh, you know, this is what love look like. You know, and it had to come to the point to where I had to realize, you know, this really isn't what love is because, you know, God gave us the blueprint. We just don't follow it.
0: Exactly. You know, if he
1: tell us exactly what love is. You know, it's kind, it's patient. You know, it doesn't both. And whenever you're not getting all these things, you know, that's not what love is. And so then being in an abusive marriage and you have kids, You know, it's hard to get out of that because, for one, you want to make sure that the kids are protected.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: You know, a lot of times we stay in it because of the kids. And then on top of that is the safety. You feel like if you do leave that this person may really, really try to hurt you. That alone you may lose your life. So it's, it's, it's a mental state, of course but you know i finally got tired and then it's like when it was time for he was trying to take the kids you know that's when that mother instinct really kicked in and i was like you know at this point it's either gonna be him or it's gonna be me and it ain't gonna be me
0: exactly you know
1: so that's where that mentality comes from and you know a mother will do anything for her children And so at that point, I had to get out of the situation because I didn't want my girls to grow up thinking this is what love looks like. This is how you're supposed to be treated. This is what you're supposed to go through. And so in order for me to change that, I had to, you know, get out of that situation. But it was the damage that came after that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I survived by getting out of the the domestic situation, but I didn't know who I was anymore. I didn't love myself. Yeah. You know, so now I'm in a point to where I'm trying to get to know who I really am. And that's where the real work comes from.
0: Yes, exactly. The prayer, the work, you got to put that work in to relearn yourself Mm -hmm. all over again. You know, that's a challenge within itself. When you're trying to, you know, even with any situation, when you step outside of that comfort zone and you're trying to build yourself back up, it's not always easy building yourself back up you know, so I can relate oh, yeah. to that. It's the, the journey is not easy. People look at it like, okay, I got out of the situation, I'm good. But then it's the, the fear after the fact, you know, rebuilding your character and being without this person and not being so jumpy on the edge by what happened before. Um, do you find it challenging to have relationships or afterwards, after being in a domestic violence situation?
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. And then that comes back to where i come to the healing part so if you don't heal after you get out of a situation like that you become a person a hurt person who hurt people yeah true and not even knowing that you're doing it so like any trigger that comes up a person may not even know that's a trigger for you but then you won't act. yeah and they don't know why but you become so protective of your feelings you and your masculine energy all the time
0: right
1: i don't need a man for nothing i can do this by myself i don't like all of it you don't you don't know how to be in your femininity because now you feel like you got to be protective but that's because you not healed so now you just out just walking around not healed, hurting people and doing whatever because you like i'm gonna protect myself because i promise i ain't gonna never go do this no more but you haven't healed so all they all that baggage, and all that hurt, you just constantly carrying it around. And the minute somebody says something or do something that's a trigger, you ready to pop off. Trauma. Man, because Tra- you feel like you didn't have a voice then, you can go make sure you are gonna be hurt this time. Exactly. But then, that person may not even deserve that. They may not even deserve that version of you, and they may not have even done anything to you, but because you still hurt from the previous situation, you finally find yourself going from back to back. Like me, I can, I can be transparent about myself. After I got out of that abusive marriage, it was crazy because I just started doing whatever. Whoever showed me some tension, look, I'm going to go do whatever I want to do, whatever. Ain't going to be no feelings involved, no nothing. And I'm just going. When you catching feelings, oh, I'm gone. Because I don't want to feel none of it. Right. But that's not fair. Because now I'm hurting people. And then you constantly trying to fill the void, but you don't even know what you need to fill because you haven't dealt with it. So now you just out here just carrying baggage, creating other problems and you hurt. You're a hurt person. That's why I thank God that I found, that I was able to find God to help me heal because I couldn't heal on my own.
0: Mm, Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's a lot of women out there, <clears throat> not even just with domestic violence, with any situation, you know, trying to heal from things. And it's like, you can't do it without God. You can't heal by yourself. It's hard, you know, because I, I I tend to go through that with situations in my life. And it's like, I can't do it by myself no more. You know, so I understand how right. when you say, you know, you couldn't do it by yourself. A lot of, and and I'm glad that you're able to be able to say that, you know, admit that you couldn't heal by yourself. I'm glad that you are in a healing process that you can help other women, you know, because it takes a voice. Because a lot of people are afraid to speak up and a lot of people is in denial, you know, about Mm -hmm. the situation. So I'm glad that you take the chance to share your story with other women so they can feel comfortable with the situation they're going through and to to incite on them that you can get out, you know, Mm -hmm. um, What is the hardest challenge you've had to overcome so far?
1: Oh, I think uh, I have many, but I think the one that I had to overcome the most was learning to love myself again.
0: Okay.
1: And what I mean by that is I didn't like what I saw in the mirror because every time I looked in the mirror, I saw the pain. Yeah. So I didn't like what I saw in the mirror. I didn't I was really frustrated and mad at myself that I allowed myself to get that far deep into the situation that I didn't get out sooner. So I was angry with myself a, a lot of times. So I, the biggest obstacle would be me dealing with myself, mm. the transparency of the truth of it and learning to say, you know what, Trana, it's OK. Yeah. You did those things, but you know what, Trana, I forgive you. You know Toronto I love you and I had to look in this in the mirror and love every scar that I've gone through because it was it was a reminder that I survived something every ounce of myself that I did not like I had to turn around and talk to myself in a positive way and love everything that I didn't like at first so now I love myself I can honestly look in the mirror and be like, girl, you know, you got it going on. Girl, you That's bad, right. you know? So and I don't have to look for that validation from somebody else because I've already validated myself.
0: Exactly.
1: So I think that was the hardest obstacle was to love myself again, find myself again, and stay connected to God so tough that, you know what, if I don't get into another relationship or if I don't get into another friendship, whatever, I'm okay because God is my everything.
0: Amen to that. Amen to that. So, um, being an author, so tell me about some of the books you have.
1: Well, I have one book so far, which um, is The Rebirth, and you're a part of this book tour. Yes.
0: <laughs> this yes. was my
1: first book, and I was like, so uh, anxious and so nervous at first, you know, to to put it down on paper, and I found it was healing. Yeah, you it, know, to to write it and put it down on paper was was healing. I was like, oh, yes, I got to do this. This is you know, and I was so excited about it. And so I'm so grateful to Matthew for the opportunity, and especially to be on that platform with all you queens. Uh, it was amazing. Like I, I I love it, and I am in the process of writing my um uh, my first biography. Okay. And um, I'm excited about it. It should be coming out. Uh, the push date is for the end of August. So, um, and I'm working with Matthew on that. and Matthew is amazing. Yeah,
0: um, he definitely is. I, I
1: thank he, God for him. <laughs> <'Cause> he <laughs> is. I mean, he's amazing. He knows how to bring out the best in you.
0: Exactly. Yes, he do.
1: Even when you don't believe in yourself that you can do it he has a way of just believing in you to the point to where you know that you know what i can do this and he's with you every step of the way the good the bad the ugly every he's there and i i just thank god for him and so yeah i I have that coming out um and then i have a couple anthologies that i'm going to be in also as well okay um this year I'm also a part of the Step in Your Truth tour um, by visionary uh, Jolie Rashawn, who is also an amazing woman, and I thank God for her too because she helped me to be able to step out and tell my story as a as a motivational speaker, and that was something that I thought I would never do, you know. But you know, God has other plans, you know, because if you hold on to your testimony, who are you helping?
0: Exactly. Nobody you right about that you are so right about that and that's why um you guys motivate me so much every day to continue to follow my truth and my dream you know and getting the motivation and talking to you guys daily in a group and seeing how much you guys encourage each other and being a part of that is awesome I was so happy when I was able to write with you guys I was scared at first you know but It was more so because that was the first time I ever did an anthology. So it was like, okay, Mm. don't put my story in this book with all these strangers. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And it was like, but it felt good, though, that I wasn't the only one with a story. So it, it became easier the more we communicated. And I hate I missed a lot of meetings being at work, but the more we communicated and then seeing, you know, and then I trust Matthew. So I'm like, okay, I think we'll be okay with this. So I'm glad. That I was able to meet you ladies, you know, and write with you guys.
1: Um, We're a family. That's the yes. That's that's really the real thing. Like, at the beginning, it was kind of like, hey, hey, hey. But now it's like, we're a family. And, you know, I look forward to the post in the morning.
0: Yes, me too. Throughout
1: the day, the encouragement. Like, you know, and it's just like, we're a sisterhood. And I love
0: it. I love that he brought us all together from everywhere. Like, I'm in Michigan. Where are you from? I'm in Texas. Okay, see, you know, and he done brought us all together. <laughs> and I told him, I said, I, that's it's it's wonderful how everybody is everywhere, different places, so it's different environments, different stories. So, yes, and I love that. Um who's someone that has made an influence on your life?
1: Ooh, wow. I have to say one person. I mean. <laughs> give, me nah, two give me two okay, people I Give me two I need two people okay two people. first one would be my mother. um my mom has always been my biggest supporter and I know that she sacrificed a lot for for me and my brother uh, growing up but she pushes me and even when I was going through, you know how you you don't you don't tell people
0: right Yeah. you know
1: so i hid my abuse from my mother
0: mm, okay
1: and i did that because i knew how she would react you know and i'm not gonna lose my mom because right. she's been and killed to me you know what i'm saying you right because she's gonna go 10 toes behind her child but at the end of the day i was embarrassed and i didn't so she didn't find out about it till till late 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 you know and she asked me was i okay and i was like yeah i'm okay but i really wasn't mm-hmm. but during my process of healing my mom has been my biggest supporter she has been my my best friend and it's just like she's healing along with me healing and it's a beautiful thing and so my, my goal is I just want to give my mom the world. And I just thank her for sacrificing everything that she did and gave up for us. So she will be one of my, my people that gives me inspiration. And then my other person would be Miss um, Catherine. I met Catherine last year uh, on the tour, uh, Step In Your true tour, and we just clicked. We have so much in common. You know, she has an abusive background, too. And she has helped me grow in my my faith with God.
0: Okay.
1: Like, she's that friend that when I'm down or if I'm feeling negative and stuff like that, now nah, maybe she's going to, you no, know, we're not going to do that. You know, she's going to feed me some scriptures. She's going to pray for me. She's going to lift me up. She's encouraging. And you know, it's good to be around people that know how to lift you up and not tear you down when you're already down so as far as that that's an inspiration to me too because she believes in me a lot of things that i've started to do i would have never thought that i would i could do you know and so when you have people in your corner who push you and drive you and my why everybody knows my why is my children my girls i go to the ends of the earth for them because they were in it with me. So to be in the point to where they're like, mom, I'm so proud of you. You know, mom, I'm so proud of you. No matter what I do, John, they are there. When I'm speaking, they're there. Yes. When I write my book, they was like the first ones to purchase it. Even though they didn't have to, but they did. No matter what they mama do, they there. But they was also transparent with me. And they let me know how hurt they was that I stayed even though it was with their father they were hurt that I stayed and they were able to be transparent with me and let me know how they feel and I thank them for that because it also made me a better person because now I can understand where they was coming from and how they was feeling
0: yeah them kids they they them kids will motivate you man
1: okay to push yes. you to your fullest extent because
0: <laughs> I never would have thought that I could do a lot of the things that I've done or overcame, you know, or felt the love that I've always missed, you know, with me and my mom's situation. But when I had my daughter and it's like, oh, this is my little, this is my, I call her my little broke best friend. (laughs) All right. And we have our challenges. I mean, what parents and kids don't, but I don't think I could make it without my baby. You know, I don't think, I, I don't think about life without her. I would be lost because I get up and I live and breathe her, you know? So it's like exactly. God gave me this unconditional love. Mm-hmm. I don't see myself doing it. You know, um, my sister gave me the option to follow my dreams. I want to leave Michigan. And she said, well, I'll keep, you know, Zamaya for you while you get on your feet. And I'm like, that's the push I need. But then it's like, do I want to go without my baby? Because, huh. you know, <laughs> so it's a, decision, it's a hard decision to make because it's like I'm used to it her is. being with me all the time. You know, that'd be too much free time, I told her. I said, I don't know. It's something to think about. But I have never been away from my baby that long. So I'm, I'm thinking like, ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yeah, them kids got a way of motivating and pushing you and pulling oh, out, yeah, design, you know, pulling out something in you yeah. that you didn't even know you had. So, yeah. yeah. That
1: is so true. My daughters are always like, mama, you know, whatever you put your mind to, you can do because you know we're going to be behind you. And sometimes that's all I need. I'll be like, yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, they're like, yeah, go ahead and do it. Like, And just to know that our relationship, because you know our relationship wasn't good at first because I was still hurt. And, you know, I, I can honestly admit that I didn't do everything right in that moment when I was hurt. But being from a in a heel perspective, me and my girls are inseparable. Yeah. And I thank God for that because I needed them in the midst of everything that I was going through just as much as they needed me.
0: Exactly.
1: And so that's what that's another reason why I come out and do it. I do it for them and to let them know that, hey, even though you get knocked down, no matter what life throws at you, you get back up you keep swinging, you keep fighting, because your dreams are your dreams, and they're only dead if you stop dreaming about them.
0: Exactly. You, that, I mean, that that was deep, because it was like, pow, smack in the face. I needed to hear that today, <laughs> <laughs> because I, I've been slacking a little bit, so I needed to hear that today. Um, kind of like the same question i would say i had i wanted to ask when have you grown the most in your life and what caused the growth so we kind of like answer that but when when have you grown the most in your life
1: man i said i would say this last year uh 2022 okay was my breakout year Mm. and the reason why i say that is because i was i was healed I started doing things that I've dreamed of doing. Like, I, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. You know, I started becoming her, Inc., which is my brand. And becoming her is to push women to become the woman that they desire to be. And self care, you know, a lot of times we think self care is getting your nails done, getting your hair done, and all that. That's not self care. That's another bill. Self care is checking your mental state of mind. You know, am I okay today? Right. You know, what do I need to feel? Can I just do I just need to sit and talk to God and maybe just meditate for a minute? Do I need to write down how I'm feeling? Right. You know, we don't never check our mental state of mind. We go, 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 especially as women. We wear about fifty hats. But have we checked on ourselves?
0: Nope. You're right. You're right about have that. You
1: took have you took 30, you even 30 minutes, have you took 30 minutes to yourself? No phone. No, just you by yourself. I mean, we have to regroup. We don't never regroup, and then we be agitated, we be aggravated, we be mad, we be body hurt, body. We don't stop until our body tell tell us to stop.
0: You're right about that.
1: And so that's why why I you know bill becoming her, because I wanted women to know that you are so valued, and that you're so important. But if you don't take care of you, you no good for nobody else.
0: You're right. You're so right about that.
1: So that's why I, I did that. And becoming her, it just became, it's just bigger than that, you know. So I uh, became a life coach and began to, you know, uh, have courses. You know, I have courses uh, in my in my classes. And I'm just going to do my new course, which is called baggage check. And that's going to start on July 10th. And baggage check, that course is about getting rid of unnecessary baggage that no longer feeds you and that you no longer need. So why are you holding on to it? Whew.
0: I might need to join this course because, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we do that. We carry baggage so tight. We don't want to let it go. That's just like if you going to the airport. And, you know, they have bags. You have to check your bags. Nine times out of ten, one bag that you do not want to go with your other bag, you are gonna pay that extra thirty dollars, extra forty dollars, cause they gotta be to with, take you.
0: It with you, right? <laughs> and
1: you Nine right times that. out of ten, you don't need nothing in there. Don't need nothing. You don't in even there. need it.
0: You but just you want so it. you so hold- yes,
1: it. Yes, yeah. exactly. You so used to holding on to it, and that's how we are with the baggage in our life. I like me, that I- so much man.
0: I carry me so too. much. And I, and it's like, so like, I will be definitely interested in, you know, getting involved with becoming her ink and learning some things because I'm in my healing stage. I'm learning how to love me, you know, and it's hard. Yeah. It's hard because I'm like, I, it, I'm like, when you, when rea- reality actually sits in and you don't know yourself, it's like, oh my goodness. You know, me being 33 years old, I'm, I'm really trying to learn myself. You know, I've been masked. I'm ready to take that mask off and, and love myself. You know, so it's um it's very important to me now. At first I didn't care, but now okay, right. I'm I'm ready to put me first. So I'm I'm definitely gonna have to check out some of these courses.
1: <laughs> or hit yes, you up, definitely talk to you sometimes. Yes, absolutely. That's what I'm here for because it's not easy. And it's definitely not easy when you're trying to do it by yourself.
0: Yeah, right. The um. So how is the experience going with being a life coach?
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then I'm learning so much of how I'm not alone. Yeah. <laughs> that is so many people that were experiencing the same thing I was experiencing, feeling the same thing that I was feeling but don't have any direction. Because, like you say, we wear a mask. And what's so crazy is that when you put one mask on, you got to put on another one. Yeah. When you put that mask on, you got to put on another mask. So yep. you got on masks, you carrying baggage. you should, Where are you going with all of this dead weight? No. With
0: all this stuff. Like,
1: <laughs> right. And it's just wear yourself down, weighing yourself down. To now, you got to dig through all of it to find out who you are. You know, sometimes we get so used to what everybody else like, you don't know what you like no more. That's just like you cook food for everybody, you clean for everybody. You know, just, and somebody asks you what you like, what's the first thing you say? Well, it don't matter to me, whatever y'all want. Me? Well, you know.
0: <laughs> somebody,
1: and when they pick it, you know good and well you don't want I don't it. Want it. Say, That's fine. That's fine with me. Lies. Yeah, you're right. Because uh, we
0: walk around pretending to be fine. And, exactly. Um, you know, because with uh Matthew becoming my life coach, I've learned a lot about myself, you know? And it's like, I'm always, I will always tell you first, I'm okay. I'm good. But in my mind, I'm like, why don't you just tell the truth? Like, uh, I don't want, I don't want to deal with the conflict or the, I don't want to face the reality sometimes that it could possibly,
1: I'm the problem, you know? So, man, or the rejection. And that's a lot that we tell ourselves every day that I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And my students will tell you as soon
0: as they say that. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> I, man, that's my favorite line. I tell the person in a minute I'm good to avoid the 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 fixing, the healing, to avoid the whole situation. I'm fine, mm-hmm. I'm good. You know, and it's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. You know, and I can't but, hide my emotions So my face tell it all. I'm just you know like I, it, it, I, my sister be cracking up. Like you, something is. I know it's not. Face me all toe up. Like no, it's not. So I can't really hide my emotions. So I understand when you try to, you know, mask, mask what something is wrong. You don't want yeah, people to know. You don't want to be judged or right. embarrassment. You know, just the whole fact that you made right. a mistake. Because sometimes we too hard on ourselves about the right. mistakes we make. So
1: or to be vulnerable. You don't want to seem vulnerable. You don't want to seem weak. But you know what? That comes from us letting people validate us. We so worried about what somebody going to think, what somebody going to say. Right. That we just rather not say nothing or that we just agree with it. But girl, like, I'm going to tell you something. My no has gotten so big (laughs) that people be looking at me like, what's wrong with you? No, I'm not doing it. because. I know I don't have to. And I don't have to please everybody. I'm not going to please anybody, everybody. You're but right. I know that as long as I please God, that's the main thing. That's the main thing because he's the only one that can put me in heaven or hell. And I ain't trying to go to hell. Don't want to go to hell. Right. So it's like, why, why do I give somebody so much validation in my life when they're not even that important? Girl, I am learning that. But we do though. We just so, like
0: it's
1: hurtful man. when you find out the people that you gotta, you know And them ain't even the one and them be the haters, <sighs> Them be your main haters, and that's who you're trying to get validation from, which is gonna keep you at the bottom because you know what people see what's in you before you do. Mm. So I because they know you like great, because they know you great, man, they do. But since they know you great and what you can be, oh. They're going to knock you down every time because they want you to continue to think of yourself as lower than. Mm, but I mean, think about time. it. When people support you, nine times out of 10, it's strangers.
0: Every time. People with that my, don't
1: even know you.
0: People with my books and stuff, I get more attraction with people wanting to read my books or, you know, watch my show or encourage me. I don't even know them, I haven't even met them. I was telling uh my little brother, I said, my name is being spoken in places I ain't even never been. And they rooted for me. But the people I've been living in Grand Rapids all my life, and I gotta beg y'all to share a post.
1: Wow.
0: You know, that, so that's volume.
1: Mm-hmm. Because you know, God said he'll put you in places that your feet ain't even touched it. you already
0: there. I'm already there. Yeah.
1: Already there.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: already <laughs> there. I tell already them like I
0: already, a lot of uh, places I've never been. You know, so just like you know, you in Texas. I had a lady that stayed in Texas. She bought my, our children book with me and my daughter. I ain't never been to Texas. I ain't never been I to California. You know, great. the the places that my book has, my book beat me there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's how God do though. Like He said, I'll make your name great. Yeah. But you know what? But people think when they say great, you know, you gotta have a couple haters because they look that's free advertising. You're right. You're right. <laughs> because because why you hating on me? What you hating on me about, you don't even know what I can pray for. You don't even know how long I've been praying for this. I could have been praying for this for 10, 15 years, but you just seeing me getting the benefits of it. And you think I'm feeling myself. No, sweetheart. You have no idea how long I've been praying for this or what I had to go through to get through this. I tell I tell girls in my class all the time, stop trying to give people validation to walk in your shoes when it's not even their size. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> Stop giving people validation to walk in your shoes when it's not even they size. Baby, they can't even fit your shoes. Cause some, Hey, these shoes heavy over here. You're going right. to have to have some good strength. You're going to strong you're gonna need
0: some muscles in them calves. huh? Man. You're going to need
1: some muscles to pick these feet but you up. Wanna, right. You want me to just give them to you, though. You just want me to give you, your, give you my shoes. No, I can't do that.
0: You're right. I tell them all so the time. So that's what
1: we have to stop doing.
0: My name gonna mean more than just my mama gave it to me, you know. At the end of the day,
1: yes.
0: at the end of the day, no matter what, long as I know that Jadonna Mathis, my name is out there somewhere. It's hmm. gonna. I'm good. I, you know, I'm content with a lot of stuff, and then I'm gonna push it further. But
1: yeah, you're right. That's crazy. You're you know, you al- you already there. You you already there. You're not gonna do nothing more but level up. But mm-hmm. you got to think, you got to check, like, sometimes I tell my my, my clients, I say, I, I know this is going to be hard, but sometimes you have to check your circle, because if they can't handle you on this level, how I are they think- going to treat you when you go to the next level? <sighs> but that's how we all go through the pruning season.
0: You're right. I you need gotta to pruning pruning. Gotta
1: take you through that pruning season. You got to cut some people out, because you know what? I need to check your, I need to check you. everybody that say they take 10 toes behind you, 10 toes, they not. Some people, some you'll find, and I have like in, in my course, and, and I'm, no, I'm giving too much, but in my course, I had them do a, a, a challenge. Mm. And I said, Well, for doing this week, I said, You know, I want you to check your circle. I want you to not check on nobody. Don't text, don't call, don't do nothing for the people that's in your circle for four days and see how many call and check on you and say, you okay? I ain't heard from you. Uh, you understand what I'm
0: saying? I, yeah, I do.
1: Because for the simple fact, if somebody loves you and care for you and they got you 10 dollars right when they don't hear from you, they want to know what's going on.
0: I definitely give more phone don't. calls than I receive. I definitely give more than I receive. Four call- more phone calls than I receive. I definitely do.
1: Exactly. But then let something go on let something let you be going through something baby you can't get them off the phone because they want to call and want to know the business want
0: to know what's
1: going on how you gonna be in my face 24 7 when i'm going when i'm down but i can't even find you when i'm up that's a problem
0: you're right you man so very true you also said that you do body contouring what do what do body contouring consist of because i
1: i don't know man uh, I, I wanted to do body contouring because like I said, I wanted to continue to stay with women can have the body that they desire naturally mm. and not have to go under the knife to get it. Um, becoming Her Wellness Inspire uh, consists of you can get uh, your stomach tightened, your abdomen tighten. You can get the BBL like everybody say they're doing, but it's with the suction cup. There's no surgery needed. Mm, but, okay, you know, okay. if you want to get that right, you can get that right. Uh, we do uh, get rid of cellulite. Uh, we get rid of fat cells. You know, basically anything you want to control your body into looking, you can do it naturally with these, you know, with treatments. You don't necessarily have to be cut on. And more and more you're seeing in the in the news people want to go get these BBLs and they're losing their life. Well it's because you're transferring you taking fat cells from let's say the abdomen and Mm -hmm. you want to put them in your your bottom area well wherever fat grows that's where it's going to go and sometimes there's little air pockets that can get in there that causes more damage and sometimes can be fatal because you you're moving the fat around and you still got to deal with blood flow and all of these type of things and they're not getting the history or the medical part on what is on um, taking care of themselves they're just going oh, i want to look like this yeah so when you come over here we're going to do it natural but see i'll give you the full low down i'm gonna tell you how to take care of your body what foods you need to eat what exercises you need to do because you can't just have surgery on something or and think you ain't got to do no work and you just gonna stay looking like this right no you got to detox your body you got to watch what you put in because what you put in is what you're going to get out so you can't if you want to be hourglass and stay hourglass you don't have to exercise you can still you gonna you can get treatments all day long but you still have to do a minimal exercise you're going to have to eat healthy you got to move your body and you got to drink a lot of water so it's more of a a care like like i said self-care is i'm big on that. Because I did not love myself and care for myself. So I, I'm out here. I have to educate the women. I have to educate the women. And to to tell them that, you know, you can love yourself. You can look like that. If you want to look like that, it takes work. Mm, Is yeah. it gonna happen in, in 10 days? No. But when you get there, yes. Can you maintain it? Yes. Can you stay there? Yes. I mean, you know, a, with Becoming Her uh, Wellness inspired, they're going to be able to have a meal prep. You'll be able to check on them all the time, see how you're going, do your follow-ups and everything cause because I care about how you feel and how you look. Because a lot of times, women are trying to look a certain way because they're trying to please somebody. Are you looking like this because you want to look like this?
0: or for somebody. Or are you
1: looking like this for somebody else because if you look like this for somebody else then you know we need to do a whole detox. because that needs to be the first thing to come out your mind. you don't need to look good for nobody else you need to fix it for self. me i'm a thick girl i'm not gonna be no size 10 and i'm not looking to be that way
0: right
1: you know Society I makes you feel like you have to have this Barbie. You have to be. I, to, I
0: ain't gonna make it to no ten neither.
1: <laughs> no, I ain't seen ten. Waiting. Look, I ain't seen ten since I was in high school, but. Right. That's over with. <laughs> I,
0: and I ain't looking that's for it.
1: Mm-hmm. But I can be. I can still be thick, and you know everything right and and fine with it. But so I can still be healthy. That's the main thing. Yeah, you're
0: right. You're right about that. So, you you yeah, definitely read right about that. Um, for anybody that could be watching the show that's experiencing domestic violence, what do you have to say mm-hmm. to them?
1: The first question I would ask is, do you want to get out? Because that's the first thing. You have to make up in your mind that you want to. Some women don't. But if you do, There's resources that can help you. You can reach out to me. And I'll be more than willing to talk to you, to help you get through it, and to finish sharing my story on how I got through it. And know that God can help you through anything. But he's not going to do it if you don't ask. And that's the thing. Ask the right questions. Lord, give me the strength to walk away. And take that first step. Because God said if you take one, he'll take, he'll take the risk.
0: You're right about that.
1: And you're not alone. You don't have to be embarrassed. You don't have to worry about what people say. But if you know that your life is in danger and you don't know what to do, you can reach out to me. My contact information is in here and I'll be more than happy to talk to you and also tell you resources that are available for you. Because I didn't know. And my thing is, I don't want anyone to ever feel like they're alone. Even if you don't know if you want to get out or not, and you just need somebody to talk to you, you can talk to me. One thing I'm not going to do is judge nobody. Because everybody's situation is different.
0: You're right about that.
1: And a lot of times people don't talk to people because of what they say. Girl, I would never. Girl, you ain't never been in my shoes, so you wouldn't know what you would do. Don't do that. That's more damaging then helping somebody for you to tell them, girl, I would never do that. You so dumb, you so You know, then you hear all the negativity stuff, but they don't even know how real the situation is. Like, y'all really don't know how I'm really trying to keep this man off me. Right. I'm in a real live fight over here of survival and two, three seconds from death. So if your friend is coming to you and she's talking to you about her domestic situation be a friend and listen and help don't tear down help help is help is real don't tear that lady down if she if she's going through that and she's coming to you because that's a cry for help
0: yeah you're right It's crazy. I haven't I've been through one situation. I haven't been in a domestic situation, but me and my boyfriend used to fight a lot and it's it's draining. It is it, we done through blows a couple times, and it's just like I don't I, and to, to think about even that little situation from back then is just like women go through a lot.
1: and it's not just physical. People think domestic violence is just physical. no, it's mental.
0: Yep. It's Emotion. mental,
1: emotional, and physical. Like when your mental is gone and you don't know, man, like me, I was so deep in it because my situation started from the verbal. Mm. Then it went to the physical. Then by the time it got to the emotional, I was ready to take myself out because I was tired of going through it. Because every time I would try to get out of it, this man would do something worse like each time was worse than the time before like just for an example one night i was in the room with my girls sleeping with them because i was sleeping in the middle here one on this side one on this side and i thought if i slept in the room with them i would be safe this man came in there and i jumped up at my sleep because my my hair had been pulled like somebody had pulled my hair this man had shoestrings tied around my neck.
0: Oh my, goodness. and it was like,
1: You leave me, I swear I'll kill you. So, you know, that messed up my mental thing, My because now I'm like, Oh, I can't leave, right? Because I'm not gonna. What am What's gonna happen to my girls if he takes me out? What is gonna happen to them? But you know, I couldn't tell nobody i could have but i was afraid to i was embarrassed i didn't want to but now i can i can talk about it and be like i went into survival mode so then i started planning on how i was going to leave
0: exactly that's putting what...
1: ducks in a row you know what i'm saying and then i ended up calling my cousin i was like i'm coming to your house don't ask me no question woo, 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 blah 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 boom but it took all of it for me to get to that point
0: to to want to get up and go, yeah, you're right.
1: And that's why I say, like, if if like ladies, if your friend is going through it, do not be negative. Please don't be negative because you that could be you could be one call away from her killing herself,
0: or you could be the one that help her from getting killed by him. You never exactly. know. You're exactly. You're right. No, you don't judge people based off mm-hmm. what you see because you don't know what a person is going don't. through. You know, you don't know what a person is going through. Uh, where can yeah. people go to learn more about you if they wanted to reach out and do the body couturing or okay. uh, if they're looking for a life coach and yet again a mentor um or need help with domestic violence? So well uh where can people go to learn more about you or how can they reach you?
1: Okay, on Facebook, um it's under Becoming Her Inc is uh, the coaching page uh tarana perkins is my personal page uh the body concern page is becoming her wellness and spa on instagram i am becoming her the number four and the letter l and i'm just now getting on tiktok so i I haven't really figured that stuff out (laughs) my kids doing it's so it's so many platforms i said I need, I need
0: somebody just to do my social media because you gotta <laughs> you know? to keep up with so many i got instagram snapchat TikTok, <laughs> twitter <laughs> facebook i'm tired i'm like man i posted in
1: one page i got 99 more pages to post it baby. like
0: man you need you need one person for everything
1: my girls do my do my social media, like my TikTok and instagram and all of that my girls do all of that baby because i look i can't it's it's too it's too much going on
0: be glad when my daughter get Mm -hmm. old enough so she can run it (laughs) she want me dancing on tiktok i'm not going girl you got to show me how how to work and i I said i said it's crazy i've always been in with electronics but i feel so computer illiterate how do we do this man you know
1: my my grandbaby baby she know more than i can she can get on there and do
0: what i was like oh my god how do y'all know this stuff this is crazy I, I got an A in computers. I feel like I'm failing right now because I don't okay. know how to do nothing. The, I call Matthew all the time. Well, how you say <laughs> you
1: got to put it in there? Hey, but you hey, you doing a good job, sis, because them flyers be... be- fire. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. it. I'm
0: learning. I'm learning how to do it. I'm <laughs> definitely learning because I like to, you know, make it unique for everybody because that flyer will be used when I upload the audio. I'd like to use your flyer. So when somebody go, like for example, if they go on Spotify and listen to our interview, they can say, okay, mm-hmm. that's the interview right there because that's the flyer from the interview. So I like to be different. Like I said, I don't want to be When I started the podcast and I said, you know what, I want to start doing interviews. I want to talk to people, get to know people and allow other people to get to know people because you never know who might connect with who just because. So
1: So um, I want to give you your flowers. And I just want to say that I'm so grateful um, to you to have met you because me, and you have chatted a lot um, in the chat and I just appreciate you. And I'm so proud of you. Thank I you. know that this is something that you've been working on for a long time. And I wish you all the success. This is just the beginning. And you gonna level up, see? I mean, you know, you got everything coming out. You know, you got your books coming out. You got podcasts. Like, you're just doing your thing. And I just want you to know that I will forever support you.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate no you. No matter what. Thank you for coming on the show and taking the time out to even talk to me today. I really appreciate all that. That just made my you're heart move. Real. I really appreciate welcome. it so much, and I want to thank everybody that tuned in today. Y'all make sure y'all get with Tarana, you know what I'm saying, because I'm definitely taking some of these courses, because I need it. <laughs> I can admit on, I, need, I need some self-care and self-love in my life. You know, I'm learning how to love me, too. Don't be afraid, y'all to speak up if you're in a domestic situation don't be afraid to speak up your story needs to be heard because you never know who you might can help with your story or who life you can change we got to stick together not only as women but as a community we cannot continue to allow women to feel alone and by themselves once again thank everybody for tuning in if you watched our interview make sure you hit the share button Thank you again, Tarana, for coming out. And that's it with Lola's Chronicles. Y'all have a good Bye. day.